0: Hi there, and welcome to Vibe High with anne Evans. This is anne Evans, and today's episode is absolutely one of my favorite topics to talk about. Today, we are going to be talking about your intuition and psychic abilities. In this episode, I will be teaching you guys how to recognize that within your life. I will be going over the different clear senses and what that may look like for you. If you do not know already, we are all born with psychic abilities. It is something that we were all born given at birth and because of the world that we live in, because of our conditioning, because of socialization, different experiences, a lot of times we actually end up suppressing and forgetting we even have these gifts. Hollywood actually makes psychic abilities and all of these things something that's woo-woo, something that it is absolutely not. And I'm super excited today to share with you guys my experiences with relearning my gifts and abilities with the clear senses, as well as teaching you guys what those are and how to identify those in your life. So I'm absolutely excited to share with you guys because I truly believe that with this information, you can tap into your gifts again. You can recognize them within yourself. And I have no doubt it's going to create value into your life as it has for mine with recognizing it within myself and developing this muscle. I do call it a psychic muscle because I do believe that it is like a muscle. You either are exercising it, making it stronger, or you're not even using it at all, making it very weak, where that's where we forget. So, this episode, I'm super excited to share with you guys. Please absolutely feel free to DM me, drop me a line, send me a message. I would love to hear your guys's feedback after listening to this podcast. Just to hear how it resonates with you, I have no doubt that with listening to what I have to teach today, you guys may already come up with different things and experiences in your life where you're like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. I've done that before. So I hope that also triggers within you the knowing of the fact that, wait, I actually can do this. I actually do have this gift. Um, So yeah, with that being said, here we go. Here is episode three about developing and recognizing your intuitive and psychic abilities. Hey everyone, so as you heard in the intro, this episode is going to be about teaching you guys how to recognize your intuitive and psychic abilities within yourself. I am going to be going over the different clairs and how to recognize them, what they mean. Before I do that, though, I do want to talk a little bit about what it means to be intuitive and psychic. When I teach you guys this stuff, it doesn't mean that you guys are going to go out and do psychic readings and start telling people the future, However, if that's your intention, totally cool. I did want to teach you guys this though because our intuition is really our internal guidance system. It is our internal GPS system to help us navigate through life so that it's easier for us, so that it is working for us and not against us, so that we can really be connected to you know, the right decision to make within things, it doesn't matter what you want to use your intuition for in your life. I can promise you that if you are able to finally learn how to recognize it and exercise those muscles and develop it, life will get easier for you. Decision making will be easier. You won't have to second guess things or, or, you know, hum and haw and be worried about if you're making a good decision or the right decision or not. It just is so beneficial and so beneficial in so many different aspects of our life. So this is the main reason why I wanted to teach you guys this. I do want to talk a little bit about what it looks like to be intuitive and psychic. I know that Hollywood has made it out to be something completely dramatic, completely what it's not. I know in the movies and on TV, we see psychics and mediums where... They might stop in their tracks and they have this crazy vision happening right bam in front of them and they can't see anything else or they might be hearing something and it's like that's all they hear. They can't hear anything else other than the voice of the spirit where in reality that's not really how it works. In fact, it's so subtle that if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss the message. You're going to miss what your intuition is trying to tell you. I know that a lot of times too With our conditioning and the way we've been raised and our beliefs in regards to being intuitive and psychic, we do sometimes get stuff intuitively, but we also have learned to disregard it. We've learned to say, oh, I'm making this up. We've also said things like, oh, that can't be true. And then, you know, I'm sure you guys can relate to the point where this has happened to you. And then all of a sudden something happens and you say to yourself, damn, I knew that was going to happen or whatever that was. That was your intuition. That is no mistake that you knew something that was absolutely your psychic abilities working for you. And so when you think about those examples in your life, it is so subtle that if you're not paying attention, if you're not fully aware, you're going to miss it. So I'm going to tell you guys the different clairs, how to recognize those. I'm going to give you guys examples of my life where I've connected to each clair through my practice of redeveloping and remembering my gifts And what that looked like for me. And I want to just see how this relates for you guys. I know that um, it is going to be a game changer. I know that there are going to be things that you guys relate to. I have no doubt that there's going to at least be one thing. I don't think that anyone's going to listen to this where they felt that nothing relates. So like I said in the intro, I'd be curious to hear back from you guys. I love hearing from you guys, by the way. I know that some of you guys reach out to me after listening to my podcast and it means so much to me. You have no idea. It fills my cup right up. My heart is just full. I just get so vibing high when I hear from you guys. So please feel free to message me. Um, So yes, I am going to teach you guys the different clairs, teach you guys a few different tools and tricks on how to connect to that. And all of that good stuff. So the first one that I'm going to talk about, and I know I've been mentioning Claire's, 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 and some of you guys have probably been like, "What the heck is this lady talking about?" Um, Usually, when I ask people if they know what Claire's senses are, they have no clue what I'm talking about. However, if I do mention clairvoyance, they usually have heard the word or can relate to what that means. So there are clairvoyant psychics, which is usually how people have heard that word and all clairvoyance means is clear seeing. So those psychics are have the ability to be able to see things within themselves or outside of themselves. What clairvoyance looks like is it can be a vision. It could be a mental image. It could be a little mini movie rail in their mind or even with their eyes open. This is kind of the example of when you hear people say they saw a ghost. So that would be their clairvoyance at work. It can be an example of people saying they had a dream and oh my goodness, it came true. That is their clairvoyance. They are seeing the images within their dream. For me, when I first had my very first conscious moment of connecting to my clairvoyance, it was actually after I had done my very first long meditation. So I was meditating for about 45 minutes. And somewhere in the middle of my meditation, kind of towards the end, I all of a sudden had this vision pop into my head. And this vision was of my best friend's husband. And in the vision, it literally just looked like he was standing there and it looked like his tooth fell out and that he had caught it in his hand. And then all of a sudden I see him put it in his pocket and then the vision was gone. And so I continued my meditation. But because I was meditating with the intention of connecting to my psychic abilities, I had made note of the vision. And so when I saw this vision, as soon as I got out of my meditation, I actually called my girlfriend, or sorry, I didn't actually call her, I texted her. And I didn't want to freak her out by saying, okay, did your husband's tooth fall out? But I ended up texting her saying, hey, question for you. I know this is super random, but did Dennis's tooth, did something happen to it? Does he need to go to the dentist? And she actually texted me back saying, yes, his crown fell out yesterday. He actually has a dentist appointment tomorrow. How did you know that? So that was my first confirmation of, holy crap, I am able to see images. And that was the first, my very first memory. I will never forget it. It's a story I tell all the time of me tapping back into my clairvoyant abilities. Because when when this happened to me, I actually already had visions and things of my childhood resurface and recome back to me in regards to I've I've had this gift, I have been able to see things. And that was the first time I'd ever seen a vision after really relearning and reconnecting to these abilities as an adult. So this was only like a few years ago. Um, With clairvoyance, because I know sometimes people say I can't see things I, you know, there's no way I have that gift. One thing that I like to do with my clients or my students is do this little exercise with them where i get them to imagine something so whether your eyes are open or whether your eyes are closed i want you to actually try it both ways with your eyes closed and open i want you to picture in front of you an oak tree so picture an oak tree with a couple balloons stuck in it say a red one and a blue one and they're just kind of stuck in the ruffles of the leaves. Were you able to see that image? Were you able to see it with your eyes closed? Were you able to see it with your eyes open? If you were, and I hope you guys were able to do that. If not, there are other exercises to help you develop that gift. So don't think if you didn't see those images that I described that you absolutely can't do this. You can still do this. There are different exercises for each claire to develop them on a stronger level. However, if you were able to see what I described to you, that is an example of your clairvoyance at work. If you recall your dreams, that is a way of you receiving messages through clairvoyance. So that is the first claire that I want to talk to you guys about. The second claire that I want to talk about is clairaudience this is clear hearing. So whether it is being able to hear things in your head, which is majority of the time the way we do hear things, or if you're able to hear things outside of yourself. So whether this be I'm going to go with the examples of being outside of yourself first. Sometimes I know this is something that's really common. Sometimes people hear their name being called, but then they look or they, you know, they call out and no one's actually there. Um, that is your clear audience at work. Something's trying to get your attention. When this is happening within yourself, sometimes it can be in a different voice. However, if you think about that, if you constantly heard a different voice in your head, you'd probably go crazy. You would probably put yourself in a psych ward thinking something's wrong with you. Um, Absolutely can be in a different voice. However, a lot of times, majority of the times, especially if you're not fully connected and your muscles in regards to your clairaudience isn't strong, you are usually constantly hearing things within yourself, and it's usually in your own voice. So this is one of my actual dominant clairs, is my clairaudient ability. I used to always think I was just making up stories in my head, because everything I always heard clairaudiently was always within myself, and it was always in my own voice. So it was almost like I was telling myself stories, I was making shit up, I was just hearing things. There is a difference between you're making shit up or it's actually being channeled coming to you through your intuition. For me, when I first started learning how to really understand this was, well truth be told, when I first learned how to understand this, I went straight in and started doing readings for people to practice and what I thought was me making up BS, just making up stories because it was just like thoughts coming into my head. Those were actually channeled, um, channeled things I was hearing. That was my intuition and not actually me making stuff up. One of the things that one of my mentors had taught me in regards to try, to being able to distinguish the difference between you're making shit up or this is your intuition was just asking yourself a very clear question of, is this coming to me? So this is coming to me, channeled through my intuition, or is this coming from me? I'm making this shit up. The human version of me is making this shit up. And with asking that question, is this coming to me or from me? It's an energy feel. And if you really think about your intuition, all it really is, is reading energy. Everything around us is made up of energy. Everything is a vibration. Everything is frequency. And if you can get used to just trusting yourself and trusting what you feel in regards to that energy, you will be able to distinguish the difference between you're making it up or it's coming to you. If you're still unsure with just asking yourself that question, I always say, put put your hand on your heart because your heart will always guide you. When your hand is on your heart, your heart is like your second brain. And when you can ask your heart, is this real or is this, is this true? And you can trust in what you feel in that in your heart space. That's another way to really connect and trust your intuition and know if it is actually intuitive guidance or it's something that you're just making up in your head. And this is something that you guys, will, I'm sure catch on very quickly. We absolutely can feel when we're making stuff up or if something is being forced thought forced within our thoughts with our intuition when it comes to that as well it's very easy flowing it's not forced it's not hard it's just it just flows in and out nicely so it's a nice kind of energy not a forced heavy energy um but with your your clear hearing which is your clear audience this is a lot of times your own voice telling you different things so a good example that i actually like to give with this too is a lot of times we're being guided to do something But then fear gets in the way, or we talk ourselves out of it, or we don't think, you know, the human ego part of us kind of kicks in and says, no, that's not right. No, no, you're wrong that you're making stuff up. Um, Those are the clear thoughts that come in that are trying to get your attention to do whatever it is that it's trying to get you to do. An example is maybe it's telling you that you should apply for a certain job, but then you keep talking yourself out of it thinking, you're not qualified, you can't, you can't, but then it keeps popping up for you. It keeps being an idea for you. That's the universe trying to give you the message over and over again, but you're just not listening. Okay. So that's kind of an example of your clear audience. It really is just clear hearing. If you are connected with being able to like distinguish rhythms and tones, and you're really good with music, or you play an instrument, then you might actually be very dominant in the clear audience ability. This is absolutely one of my dominant ones. Claire Audience and um, Claire Sentience is another one that I am very strong with. So Claire Sentience is just physical feeling, clear physical feeling. So with this, this is another Claire. Claire Sentience and Claire Empathy is similar but different. So before I actually go into Claire Sentience, I am going to talk about Claire Empathy which is clear emotional feeling. So this is when we sense someone's feelings. We sense what they're feeling. So we can tell when someone is sad, but they might not be really displaying it. We can tell if someone is depressed, but they're kind of hiding it. Those are examples of clear empathy, where clear sentience is clear physical feeling. So we actually take on that feeling. So, This is kind of an example of someone's crying, you all of a sudden just start bawling. You can't help that. This is kind of an example of sympathy pains. So you might have been aware of, say, someone had a headache or they had a pain in their knee and you're with them and all of a sudden you're like, man, now I feel like I'm having that pain in my knee or holy, I didn't have a headache, but now I feel like I'm having a headache. A lot of times it's because we are picking up the energy of the people next to us or around us. Um... I know for me that when I do mediumship readings, spirit likes to give me different messages through my clairsentience. Usually if they have passed a certain way within their body, if they felt something, I will get different sensations within my body. If it was drug and alcohol related, if I'm doing a mediumship reading, I will get super dizzy. If they've passed due to something regarding their lungs or their heart, I will get heavy in my chest area or I'll get pain, it'll feel like they're squeezing in there or something like that. So that would be my clairsensian sense, sensing those physical feelings of what my intuition is trying to tell me in, in that regard. When um so with those two clear empathy and clairsensience, I am sure you guys can think of I of ideas and instances in your life where you have sensed someone feeling a certain way or you have taken on someone else's pain. You've just felt it within yourself and you're like, oh, that's weird. And you kind of think it's a coincidence or maybe you're just making it up in your head because you know they're in pain. I want you to turn that around and I want you to really think, okay, I have this ability. I'm reading that energy off of them. So, so far we've gone through the clairvoyance. We've gone through clairaudience, empathy, clairsentience. There is claircognizance, which is just a clear knowing. This is something where there's no facts, you weren't told something, you just know something and you don't know how you know. The good example that I give with this is when someone's talking to you and they just told you a lie and nothing's changed, you don't have the evidence, you don't really have any proof, but you just know they're lying. You can't help but know that and that's the reading of their energy. You're reading that energy and that is coming through to you through your clear cognizance where it's just a clear knowing, you can't describe it, you can't explain it, you just know. With that one, that's pretty much the gist of it. I can't really give you an example. I mean, the one with people lying, I think a lot of people can relate to that too. But that's how the clear cognizance comes in. Sometimes you just know something too and it kind of plays off the other feelings within yourself, whether you get a feeling after the clear, clear cognizance kicks in, The thing about our clairs too that you got to remember is that they're all always working. It's a matter of what are you going to connect with in certain moments. So I know that at the beginning I said there are some psychics that say they are clairvoyant psychics. That might be their dominant clair, but you never want to limit yourself in saying all you can do is see things. Because our senses and everything we're feeling within ourselves are all in sync and kind of all working together, depending on what will get our attention the fastest or what we're going to recognize first. And the more you guys connect to these clairs and things happen in your life where you recognize, you recognize, you recognize, they are going to become stronger and stronger and stronger. There are a couple more different clairs here that I haven't touched on. One of them is Claire's Aliens, which is clear smelling. So this example is sometimes people will smell flowers when there's none around. Sometimes you'll smell someone's perfume of someone that's crossed over that was their scent. Sometimes you will smell maybe it's food. Maybe it's your grandma's cooking. You're walking by somewhere and all of a sudden you smell like your favorite dish that your grandma used to always make. Take that as your grandma trying to send you a sign or a message or try to get your attention. Whatever you're feeling when these things happen to you. The first real instant of what you think in those moments, you really need to trust what your intuition is telling you. So clair salience is the smell. Clairagustisence is the clear tasting. So this might be tasting some food, whether it's your grandma's cooking. This might be tasting, maybe it's a nasty taste of cigarettes. Maybe you don't smoke and all of a sudden you got this taste of cigarette in your mouth. That is through our taste buds, which is another Claire where our intuition can work with us. Um, I've never actually tasted things within myself. Thank goodness, knock on wood, because I don't really want to. As far as the smelling, um, one example of me smelling something, I mean, growing up, I've always smelled flowers, and I've always associated that with, because I grew up just believing from what my family's told me, that um, when we smell flowers, it's kind of like, you know, when you go to a funeral home and people bring flowers, 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 they get a whole ton of flowers and someone passes away. Um, so when we would smell flowers just at a blue hour, we just know that our loved one that has crossed over is with us. The first time that I had smelled anything other than flowers in that regard was when I was actually doing a mediumship reading. It was actually the very first one I had ever done. I was nervous as heck. I didn't think I could actually do it, but I was just going to say, okay, like I was working with somebody and she said, do, give, do, do a reading on me because... I was having troubles in my own belief system in the fact that I could even do that. And my very first mediumship reading I did was the first time my clear smelling Claire actually worked for me. I actually got a smell of wood. It was just a very strong scent of woody smell. And I didn't really know what it meant. And right pre- before that smell came in, I had already found out I had connected to a grandfather I had already mentioned different aspects of this grandfather in the reading and then when I smelled the wood because we had already known I was connected to the grandfather and other messages had come through I just told the girl I said I smell this really strong scent of wood I don't really know what that means but I'm smelling wood what does that mean to you and she was like oh that's funny my grandfather was a woodworker he carved wood he worked with wood he did everything with wood and that was his way of getting my attention through smell to mention something about the work that he was doing, so that was really cool. so that's kind of the way that Claire works. The next one, and the last one is claire tag Tagessons, I think it's called um it's not it's usually psychometry so Psychometry is what this other Claire is based all about. I don't know if you guys have heard of psychometry, but it is when someone, you know, can pick up the energy of an item that they're holding. Or maybe they're in a space around people or things and they're picking up on the energy of the things around them or the person next to them. So this can be an example of, say, I pick up your grandmother's old necklace and then all of a sudden I'm getting imagery Or I'm hearing things. It kind of is like the start of all of your other clairs working for you. But it's being able to read energy off objects. So whether it's an object or whether it is um, even touching somebody. So sometimes if you touch them and then you are picking up on their energy because you're actually touching their skin you all of a sudden get a surge of different things that come to you. That is what psychometry is. Someone who's actually really good at this, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Tyler Henry. He is the Hollywood medium. But he actually does this quite a bit in the show. I would highly recommend watching him. He's very good at what he does. Um, And he can read just energy off objects. So sometimes people will come in and give him items of their crossover loved one, and he will just hold the item and get a whole bunch of information just off of that item for them. So, with this um, knowledge in regards to these eight different clairs that I've told you guys about, I am just gonna go over them one more time. So there's the psychometry, which is being able to read energy off items. There is the clairgustis, which is clear tasting, clears aliens, which is clear smelling, clear sentience, which is clear physical feeling clear empathy, which is clear emotional feeling, so the sensing of someone's emotions. There is clear cognizance, which is just a clear knowing. You can't explain how, but you just know. There is the clear audience, which is clear hearing. And then there's a clairvoyance of clear seeing. So this is the different clairs and how your intuition works. Like I said, it really is just your different senses that you already have, but just on a subtle level. So if you're not paying attention, you are going to miss it. Ways to actually develop these different clairs is meditation's absolutely one of them. That was the reason why I started to meditate was because I wanted to connect even better and stronger to my abilities. When you meditate, you actually clear your mind, you get into a very um centered zone you actually raise your vibration when you are in meditation which makes it a lot easier to connect to your intuition with connecting to your intuition speaking of raising your vibration you absolutely do want to be in a high vibrational state if you're in a low state you will have a super hard time connecting to your intuition low state, meaning just low vibrational energy and emotions, whether it be sad, depressed, anxious, stressed, um, annoyed, all of those things, your vibration is so low that actually, if you really think about it, when you're feeling those low vibration energies and emotions, you're absolutely disconnected to your intuition, you don't have the answers to what what you need, you feel like you're extremely lost. So that kind of should actually I hope you guys can connect with that because it's a really good example of how your intuition is absolutely not working for you when you're in those those feelings however if you can raise your vibration where your intuition is working and that's just through getting joyful being happy whether it's maybe you want to amp up listening to your favorite tunes maybe it's calling a friend that's going to make you laugh maybe it's watching a funny movie just getting your vibration elevated Helps you connect more clearly and closely to your intuitive abilities. Meditation, again, is the number one thing I will forever recommend in regards to anything, really. Um, But that's going to help you connect to your different clairs and to your psychic abilities with that. Um, For each one, there's different exercises you can do to help you connect to each one individually. So, just a quick couple examples and there's probably a ton online that you can look up to. I actually also teach intuition to people, whether it's through my drop-in class or whether it's through my advanced um classes and workshops that I put on, which is called Intuitively You. They're all on my website, FYI, if you want to take a look at those. But in regards to trying to develop each clair individually, so for example, clairvoyance, so being able to see clearly, Really, if you want to to develop this clarity or make it stronger, there's different things like you can go for a walk and consciously look at everything. Maybe you are looking at the tree on this neighbor's lawn that you never really looked at before. Maybe you're noticing the car that's a couple houses down that you never really looked at, but you're looking at the details. You're looking at the colors. You're looking at the wheels. You're really looking at the detail through vision of what it is. Maybe it is you are going through a book that has a picture book where you're looking at every single picture within this book and you're looking at all the details within each item in that picture. The thing with this is, as I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this at the beginning, is that we're all really living subconsciously where we're kind of just going through motions. We're not really paying attention. We're not really aware of the things around us. And another way to connect your intuition is just becoming more aware, is just paying more attention, is just deeper listening, whether it's through your ears or through your eyes or whatever it is, but really just Elevating your awareness level will in itself bring you closer to connecting to your intuition. With the clairvoyance, another one that I really love to do or talk about with my students is during the summertime, laying on your back in the grass and looking up at the clouds and making things up within the clouds. And I know that we have all done this. I hope so because it's so much fun, where you literally just make up different shapes and whatever else with the clouds that you're looking at. It gets you, number one, when you do that, it gets you in a meditative state, which connects you to your intuition. And you're visually looking for something within those clouds that is making you conscious and aware of what you're doing in that moment, which is connecting you to being able to see clearly whatever it's you're seeing in those shapes of those clouds. So that's an example of how you can develop your clairvoyance. In regards to clairaudience, maybe it's listening to music and really listening to the lyrics. I know a lot of times we listen to songs and we're not actually paying attention to what the words even are. So if you want to develop your clear audience more, maybe it's you're listening to different songs and listening to the lyrics so that you can remember them and really connect with that. Maybe it's when someone's talking to you. I know a lot of times when people are talking to us, we kind of zone in and out Unfortunately, that's just kind of what happens sometimes because we have such busy lives. But really getting present and in the moment and listening to each word that they say clearly and like really understanding and absorbing their words will help you develop that clear too. For clear empathy, maybe it's, you know, talking to people and consciously being aware and being intentional about You know, maybe someone's telling you a story about something that's going on. Maybe in that moment you are focusing on and it being intentional with trying to feel what they're feeling through their whole entire story, just to be relatable, just to really understand this. If you're an empath already, I'm going to have to do a whole other episode about what it means to be an empath. If you're not sure what that means, please look it up because, or even actually better yet message me. Because I actually have an article that has 30 traits of an empath. I am 27 out of the 30. And when you can learn that you're an empath, it's another game changer. But if you're already an empath, this will not be something that you really need to develop. You probably are already sensing people's emotions and all of that stuff without even them opening their mouth. Um, But if you're not an empath, that's a way that you can develop that is really being conscious and... um, intentional of really trying to relate to them on what they're feeling and all of that other stuff. I mean, with smells, maybe it's a smell test where you have different scents in front of you and you got to guess which one's which. Maybe it's different perfume wines or whatever it may be. But I'm sure you guys get my whole um, idea of that in regards to maybe the tasting thing. Maybe you have a palette of food in front of you. And here's another thing. When we're eating, we're usually subconsciously eating we're not really in the moment eating we're not really enjoying the taste of our food a lot of times I find when I go into restaurants you see people on their phone while they're eating so they're absolutely not even conscious about what the food tastes like so maybe if you want to develop that Claire you are going to take some time to really taste every single piece of food that you eat and really be conscious and aware of what that really does taste like There are so many different ways to develop your intuition. What it really does come down to is just your awareness level, is living a more conscious life, is just making the decision to change routine too because when you keep, for example, going to work the same route you always take, it almost becomes like you can do it with your eyes closed. I'm sure that when you guys drive to to work and back, you guys get there sometimes you're like, how did I get here? Because it's such a routine because you're not really paying attention because you do it every single day. Maybe to develop your intuition, you might need to change routine a bit. So maybe you take a different route to work. Maybe instead of going left, you go right and you go around that block instead. There there's so many things. And I hope this is just the start of you guys really understanding and connecting to your gifts because I have no doubt that you guys are all connected to this. I know it from my experience. I know it from helping my students see it within themselves when they thought they had no idea they could do this. People come to my classes where they are like, I don't know why I'm here, but I just wanted to see. And then they get blown away by the end of the class with some of the stuff that comes up for them. It is so fun to watch. It is so amazing. It literally makes me vibe high to see the transition between people thinking there is no way they're intuitive, they are not psychic, to leaving a two-hour class saying, holy crap, where did that come from? And just sparking up that vibe within them too. Like nobody ever finds that they develop something like this and then they're upset about it. It's actually really cool. So with that, this is the end of today's podcast. I hope that you guys got some value out of this. I hope you guys learned something new. I hope you guys even had some realizations within your own life just by my examples and the things I was saying where some of these clairs have popped up for you already and you have recognized that and you can feel it now and you're like, yeah, that totally happened. It is amazing. Uh, If you guys have any ideas of different things you guys want to hear in the next podcast. Absolutely send me a message. I am nothing more than happy to serve you guys and deliver what you guys want to hear most about. I have a whole number of topics I will be talking about. And as I said, there will be guest speakers on this podcast. However, if there is something specific that you guys would like to hear of sooner, please feel free to reach out to me. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys, again, like I said, learned something about your abilities as an intuitive and as a psychic. And I cannot wait to tell next week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you much for sharing this space with me. I hope you guys have the most incredible week ever. Namaste.